monthly connect. These sessions were created to spark action and connect Elevate's ecosystem. The topic of today's episode is owning your voice for success. For today's session, we're honored to welcome an expert in this topic, Oscar Garcia from Aspira Consulting. Welcome, Oscar. It's an honor to welcome you in this space. And before we get started, I wanted to say thank you. Gracias for your support and everything that you have offered, not only to myself before Elevink was actually launched and when I contacted you with the idea, but all the support, your presence and your dedication and devotion to helping our Elevinkers as they go through their cohort. So I just wanted to say that you are an important aspect of our ecosystem and the friendship and the relationship that we've been able to nurture and strengthen has been amazing. So I just wanted to say thank you and uh, I'm not going to introduce yourself because I want you to be the one that introduces yourself to our audience. So tell us about yourself and a little bit about your background. Yes, no, well, thank you again, uh, Claudia, for having me here. And, uh, you know, the comment you made about uh, when you came to me with the idea, in, in a way, I almost feel like, como que si soy un padrino of Elevink, you know? Yes, you are, you are. <laughs> thank you, you're doing a fabulous job and your whole team, but, um, so a little bit of back, uh, background about myself. So uh, I uh, refer to myself as the Chief Empowerment Officer of Aspida Consulting. And if you take the acronym, it's CEO. Um, and I deliberately chose the title because, first of all, listen, there's like a zillion CEOs out there. Just go to LinkedIn and Google, and there's a lot of CEOs. But what I really view my role is to help other people attract opportunities to them. In other words, I empower others so opportunities come to them. And um, with the Speed of Consulting, we've been around now for about seven years. Uh, we provide culturally relevant professional development uh, training and then also uh, consulting work in the area of workforce development. Started like you started Elevate, but just an idea. Actually, I started with a desire. I really didn't know what it is that I wanted to do. And um, I used to be this perfectionist and I let go of that. And I just said, you know what? I'm just gonna get on the road. Uh, and today I am very blessed that I've trained thousands and thousands of professionals across five continents. In fact, actually, um, you know, God willing, in about a month, I'm actually going to be traveling to Kazakhstan. I don't even know where the heck that country is, okay, in Central Asia, and speak to an audience of 10,000 uh, professionals out there. Wow, look at that. Congratulations. I'm so glad that you're following your passion, that you get to do what you were born to do, and that you're impacting professionals to find their voice and to find themselves, right? Because I think that when we are able to connect to our essence and really follow, you know, what drives our soul, it's when we can be successful. So I know that you are very close to, you know, helping others in regards to that. So tell us about personal experiences that help you realize that owning your voice and that your narrative is one of the most authentic ways to pursue our goals. Tell us a little bit about that. So my natural personality is an introvert. Um, and I think you've heard me mention this before. I mean, even my mom, I mean, as, as I was a kid and as an adult would always say to people, Oscar's just like his Tio Roberto, very reserved, very shy. and. I grew up with that label, plus also being a first-generation professional. Uh, English is my second language. I mean, you know, the, all the other 
barriers, right, that we as um, an immigrant or as a minority uh, professional, we have to overcome. And, um, but here's the thing is, is that when I started off working in the corporate world, um, I would look at other, my colleagues, other professionals, extroverts, and I would be like, oh my gosh, like, why can't I like come up off the cuff with that idea or just be able, if I'm called upon to be able to elaborate for five, 10 minutes, you know, and, and so forth. And, um, and so again, I had that desire to change. And what I ended up doing is embarking in a, my own personal journey of personal growth to change and, and learn read books and, and or, uh, uh, yeah, read books. And back then it was cassettes, uh, CDs and so forth. And, and it was, it's been a process. It, it really hasn't been anything like that. Just like I life shattering. It's just for me, again, it's just been this process of wanting to grow and get out of my comfort zone. Now, of course, I mean, I've experienced situations, whether it was like, about 15, I don't know, 16 years ago, um, my ex-mother-in-law invited my uh, ex-wife and I to go to a school board meeting just to be a fly on the wall because the local school district was looking at closing one of the elementary schools that was about 90% Latino uh, students. And I went to that school board meeting totally reluctant, okay? And I saw five moms, Spanish-speaking moms, didn't speak English, waiting their turn to say something to the school board. They didn't understand the process. They were scared. They, were, they had no translation. And it brought back memories of when I was a little kid in elementary school and how the school district didn't have translators. I was the translator at parent-teacher conferences. And like we say in Spanish, me encabroné. I got pissed off because I'm like, wait a minute, I put on my business hat. And I, and I looked and I said, if your clientele needs have changed, which they have for the school district, and you are not addressing the need, if it was a business, you go out of business. But it's a school district that doesn't happen, right? And so with the help of family and friends, we started rallying parents to go to school board meetings and advocate whether or not they wanted the school open or closed. And that also was, you know, a, a very pivotal time where it was really helping other people, uh, parents in this case, own their voice and share their, their thoughts. Thank you for sharing that. That reminds me, um, when I was in, living in Pasadena, California, the same thing. I helped uh, a school, but I contacted Washington, D.C. because I wanted to make sure that they understood that the population that they were going to be impacted were hardworking individuals that were not going to be able to have their children stay after school so that they could work. And, you know, coming from Mexico and sometimes our government's not necessarily reacting as fast. I think I called, you know, the Washington representative office on a Friday and they called me back on a Sunday afternoon. My husband wow. had the phone and they're like, they're calling you from Washington. I'm like, oh, yes, I left a message on a Sunday afternoon because they wanted to understand the magnitude. They wanted to understand how many children, who was the population. 
and it, it was just about getting all the parents informed and um and empowered to be able to not just take the information and walk away with the concern and start to look for something else but instead to own their voice and you know and ask for either additional time what i was able to get for them was an extension so instead of them closing at the end of the school year in in may or june they kept it open for another six months and then they were able to allocate other schools and you know they got more benefits out of it not the ideal outcome but again it's, it's the importance of you know of just getting together and, and i think there's still a recording somewhere of me speaking at the school district um so um Yes, one of those things that I, I definitely wasn't prepared for, but sometimes you have to do what you have to do to help others, right? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so let's talk about personal brand because we know that for Elevate, you've done uh, the class on personal branding, but what role does personal brand has in the whole idea of owning your voice? Yeah, um, it's one of the foundations, Claudia. Uh, creating our, our personal brand or professional brand for me it's it's just branding I, i don't care if it's personal you call it personal or professional it's branding but it it is one of the foundations to owning our voice because see here's the thing the way i describe uh, uh personal branding is there are four main components there is the why do you do what you do and the second is um uh is your your vision where are you going what do you want to uh, uh, uh accomplish you know later on down the road and can you tell that vision or quote unquote sell that vision um also your values right uh, in terms of um what what you what, what what do you stand for your core values and then also your presence right or your image whether it's you know through zoom over the last uh, couple of years online whether it's on social media whether it's face to face what is that impression that you want people to have of you and so again the that uh, branding is a foundation once you have the answer to those questions then it guides you in terms of what is it that you want to speak up on about because i mean one of the things i can tell like i believe listen and 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 environmental sustainability taking care of our planet but that's not my brand so guess what i'm not even going to like your you know happy earth day post on social media i mean i ain't going to put a thumbs up no that's not me all right um also when you know and, and you have again your your brand established you can then have that courage and that knowledge to really speak up more in depth on a topic or etc and so forth on, on a point with conviction and you know regardless of whether people you agree with you or not you know so again it's very very important foundational thank you for that and and i think that um that may touch upon the next question that we have so based on your broad experience what are some of the mistakes that you've seen people make that can be improved as they are working either on their personal professional brand or owning their voice oh my gosh uh there's one that just comes to mind right off the top of my head is el que dirá la gente what will people say uh, I used to give my mother a hard time um, and because she would say, I 
Oscar, ¿qué va a decir la gente? Ay, Oscar, ¿qué va a decir la gente? Remember one time saying to my mom, you know, again, I was just giving you a hard time. I was being a bad son. I admit it, okay. And I said, Mom, I said, can you, like, give me the name of esta gente? So that way, like, when I see them out on the street or, you know, hey, they come over the house, I'll be like, I'm going to be in my best behavior, Mom, okay? I will. And she's like, ay, Oscar, nadie puede contigo. And we grew up, right, with this what what people say and and so here's the thing I'm going to tell you something that again it was just eye-opening to me that my mother was diagnosed with stage four pancreatic cancer and the doctor gave her six months to live she only lived two months after that and um, when I gave when I translated my mom uh, for my mom this horrific news I can tell you my mom didn't care if her sister spoke to her, if I spoke to her or whoever she didn't care lo que dijo la, lo que le dijo la vecina or not the neighbor or whatever. You just put things into perspective. The other thing too, I've been through some personal stuff. Okay? Divorce, my daughter committed suicide, you know, a couple times. All these horrible things. Can I tell you something? Not once did a coworker or my boss ever say, hey Oscar. Here's a hundred dollars to help you pay for your bills. I don't expect them to. So, me vale lo que diga la gente. I love and respect everyone, but at the end of the day, we all have our own problems and we're going to focus on our needs. That's just the way life is. Number two is the other thing is el aguante. Putting up with things. And typically we hear that in a relationship, but I'm going to tell you something. With, from a Latino culture, there is this thing, uh, attitude that comes way back from La Conquista and on. It's, it's called what I call the uh, Ascendado mentality. Where we, you know, the, the um, uh, laborers work for the, the owner of the Hacienda. Just are so grateful that you have a job and that you're able to provide some food for your family, et cetera, and so forth. And we take this this attitude into even as a professional, as a white collar professional, we are grateful. What am I dad say? I mean, why do you change jobs so much? You know, you should be grateful that you have a job. Those, I mean, I can go on and on, but I'm just going to leave you with those two things. Well, thank you for sharing both, right? I grew up with a mother that used to tell me, like, a mí no me importa lo que diga la gente porque ellos no pagan nuestras cuentas, right? So, so she was the opposite of, like, let's do what we need to do. Let's not worry about what everybody else. But I recently um, was able to, I read books sometimes and then I listen to them in audiobooks. And I don't know if you yeah. either, have you had the chance to read or, or listen to The Four Agreements, Los Cuatro Acuerdos de Don Miguel Ruiz? And no, I haven't. Okay, so it's all around a Toltec um, practice, and it's just four things, right? But one of them is don't take things personal. And it talks about how when we listen to others, they're projecting their own, you know, their own background, their own misbeliefs, their own inhibitions. Mm -hmm. They're projecting us into what we share with them. And then the other one is to never assume. So don't assume anything around other people because they each have their own issues that they're going through right so when we assume yes. something again we're what we're looking at that situation from our own lens and it's based on our beliefs and our background and our experiences but it may not have anything to do so it just talks about four things but how if you carry out your life 
following those four agreements so it, you know you will be able to live a, a life that is um you know let's critical and more focus on on each one of us and our journey yeah. instead of focusing on on the rest so thank you for sharing that so on the other hand where we like to end the podcast is with three to five you know things that people can apply immediately our audience who's listening to those to the podcast that they can take right away and if they wanted to start owning their own voice but they were afraid to they wouldn't know how to start you know what are those three to five things that you would recommend people start doing to start impacting themselves immediately yeah so again i believe that any change it's a process it's really hard there's, there's there's just a small percentage of people that can just really just change on a dime um from the majority of us we have to take some baby steps and again i mean for me it's taken me 25 plus years okay um but one of the things that i uh, recommend people to do is um as far as a baby step is uh, uh, it let's say since again we're still mostly virtual um one of the it, it things is you have to build this um courage muscle because it takes courage to own your voice like i mentioned earlier and so one way on the virtual world is when you're on a zoom call or something turn your camera on now some people be like but wait a minute wait a minute listen i'm not talking to you if you have some technical issues if you whatever you have your child your dog whatever that's doing I'm, that's not what i'm talking i'm not talking to you what i'm talking to who i'm talking to is is if for the last 24 months you go back in 90% of the time you have your camera off i think that's an, there's an issue it's like my dad my dad was an alcoholic and he said i only drank once oscar but the thing is he never stopped drinking so that's one why do i say turn the camera uh, on because this is the way we can build that relationship plus it also if you are feeling uncomfortable it's a little step it just been on you know i didn't even say ask a question keep yourself on mute number 2 okay is go back and in in identify make a list of the values that you have who knows maybe it'll be a list of 10 15 20 things once you come up with that lit that long list go back and circle the top 3 maybe max 5 values that are core to you that are core to you in my case it's the three are help others dream bigger inspire others and serve others which is why i agreed to be on the podcast because from a business standpoint i'm losing money being on this podcast but because my core value is to help others and inspire i'm here to share part of my story and see many of us don't even think about our values yeah and almost like como locos you know doing this doing that doing that, whatever or it also pushes me to get out of my comfort zone because I'm, okay okay Oscar if you really want to help other people step it up and you got to get out of your comfort zone all right and then <clears throat> the third thing too uh to do is um to um is the the, the motivation um versus uh that that purpose motivation is like putting fuel in your car it runs out i get tired i get burnt down and all that of uh, uh, talking and so forth but when you have identified your purpose and you kind of talked about this 
early on in our conversation, we said, hey, Oscar, you know, it's great that you identified, you know, what you're passionate, what your purpose is. But when you identify, then again, it helps you just keep pushing, keep moving along. I mean, Claudia, I mean, my gosh, you came up with Elevink totally bootstrapping it yourself. The time, you could be spending more time with your husband, with your kids, or maybe just doing some self-care. But in take, instead, you're taking that time, energy, and money to giving it back to others because you have a purpose that's more than just you. So those are three things that I encourage, that I encourage people to do to help you own your voice and have the courage to use it. Yes, and, and thank you for bringing that up because I, I just want to reinforce that sometimes it's not easy. I, I'm also an introvert and I've taken the personality test several times and people don't visualize me as someone who is introvert, but when we are introverts, it takes almost double the effort to be able to speak up in a meeting or to be able to feel comfortable. And sometimes like I, I force myself to be one of the first ones to speak so that I can start, you know, hearing my own voice and so I just wanted to share with the audience that if you're having self-doubts, you know, we have to stretch out of our comfort zone. We have to put our own um, goals in, in perspective. And sometimes it's something as simple as it may seem to others as speaking up during a meeting and feeling comfortable with it. So I, I, I can definitely relate to that. And I've been able to improve i'm not gonna say master it but improve by putting myself out there consciously deliberately intentionally because it doesn't come easy so so thank you for reinforcing that so tell us a little bit your closing remarks and also where where can people find you if somebody that is listening to this as well what oscar said really resonated i want to have him as my coach where can they contact you what are your social media and any final thoughts that you want to share with our audience Sure. No, thank you, Claudia. So first of all, I'm very active. Uh, when it comes to social media, the number one platform that I'm active on, just also given the type of work that I do, is LinkedIn. So look me up, uh, Oscar Garcia, Espita Consulting on LinkedIn. You can also visit our website at espitaconsulting.com. Uh, I do also have a podcast that I, uh, that I do called Career Talk with OG. Um, we even dropped some um, episodes there uh, in Spanish. But um, what I want to leave people here uh, is, is that something that, um, that, that, that I truly believe, and that is, is that, folks, when we love our story and we embrace our journey, we are going to be kind to ourselves when we fail and we're going to have the courage to celebrate our successes as well and the key thing is again to embrace and own our story all right so i want to leave everyone with that oscar thank you so much again for spending this afternoon with us we wish you the best and we'll be in touch thank you